And welcome to 60MW Podcast. I'm Chris and I'm joined by my naughty or nice co-host. It's Mr. Adam Parry. Hello. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mr. Jellyman. I may give you a present. I may punish you. I might just rape you. <laughs> well, is the, so is the punishment worse than rape or not as bad well i don't know maybe rape's just a bonus oh well let, when we were 30 seconds in and we were, <laughs> we're talking about uh about uh punishing and, and raping that's yes. uh but there you go that's the standard for this podcast anyway hello how are hello. you i'm very well how are you all hang on shut up according to wikipedia.org Writing lines is a form of punishment handed out oh. to misbehaving students by people Hang in on. a position of authority at schools. By the way, I have a routine you might like. I can wish you good night. Do you oh. want to try it? No, thank you. I, I, I thought she was going to say, I have a routine you might like. It's okay. it's like GIMP V1 or something. <laughs> I, I genuinely did not know where she was going with that because <laughs> I, I, yeah, I thought, oh God. She's going to start talking about raping or something. Yeah, <laughs> talking about punishment, and then I've got a routine you might like. I'm like Hello. Well, there you go. Oof. So uh, it, it is. Um... Uh, no, it doesn't work. I'm trying to. Uh, a, a, a sexer? Al sexer? Sex lexer? I don't know. Hello. But, but it's like, well, how did that pop on? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's always listening, though, isn't it? That's Absolutely. the thing. Yeah. Always listening and always watching, just like Santa Claus. So. Yes. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to the show and uh, for joining us for this, our second Christmas episode, our bonus Christmas episode. Oh, we're, we're like we're like a Treo Ferrero Rocher. We're just spoiling people. We are. And uh, do you like Ferrero Rocher? Yeah, all right. You know, yeah. as, as good as a, a bit of wafer with a with a hazelnutty chocolate centre could be. They're okay, aren't they? Yeah. Do you know what I noticed the other day? We went talking about sort of like nuts and things like chocolatey. Um, so you know walnut whips. Yes. They're not called walnut whips anymore. They're just called whips. <laughs> they've Was taken that... the walnut off. Well, they've actually taken it off the product, or they've taken it out of the title. <laughs> no, it, well, the, the the nut is no longer there. It's no longer a walnut whip. It's just a whip, which. What? I find quite bizarre because the, the walnut was. I mean, I don't generally eat walnuts. You know, if they're there, I well, eat they them. taste of dust, and they start licking a pensioner's head. Yeah, you you feel like you need a big drink afterwards or yeah. something. But um, you know, I suppose they were always synonymous with walnut whips as an odd combination as that is. I suppose having a yeah. walnut on a chocolate marshmallowy thing, but they've yeah, it's just a whip now. So it's kind of it's lost its charm. It's lost its appeal. Like why why would you buy just a whip? That's fucking Brexit, isn't it? You can't get walnuts anymore. <laughs> Bloody fucking foreign walnuts on my fucking whips. Uh, anyway, mm. now, for people... Um, well, uh, this will be out by Christmas as long as I get it edited in time, which will gives it? me... A, uh, yeah, it gives me about two days to edit it, which is fine, because um, 
I want to get it out before Christmas because we, we've done our, fro- our proper uh, Christmas show, if you like, which uh, is Gremlins, um, which was great fun. I enjoyed yeah. talking about Gremlins. Um, but we did say that if we could, then we'll try and get another one in. So we kind of had a pick each. Gremlins was your pick. And the movie that we're going to be talking about uh, this evening was my pick. Um, but before we do that, because I don't think we spoke very <coughs> much in our... Oh, hello. hello. Oh, speaking of your belches, oh, th- does that signal that you've um, got a... A beverage for our final show of the year? Yes, I have a, fe- I have a fe- I have two festive beverages. One is open and I'm consuming. The other one is closed and I'm not yet consuming. Ooh. But should I consume the first one, then at some point I shall open the second one and I shall continue to drink thus that. Marvellous. Well, yes. So, um... I must admit, you caught me on the hop a little bit, and I had to go searching for a bottle of alcohol. Because uh, I don't drink very often in the house. I forced you to have one. <laughs> you did. It's the peer pressure, isn't it? So, Because yeah. um, I've come armed with a, a glass of water, a cup of tea, and then I had to go searching the house. I've, I've gone from, if you like, incremental glass of water. You know, you need water to survive, so why not? Um, cup of tea, that's my usual drink while we record. But then I've jumped straight from that up to a bottle of Jack Daniels, <laughs> because why not? Uh, so, not a shot, not a glass, just a bottle. Just a bottle. So um, it is Jack Daniels honey, which uh, people who know me know I enjoy. So let, hang on a second. Let me just do... Hang on. Oh, I keep knocking the microphone. Hang on a second. I don't know if you heard that. That but, was a very um, good... Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. There you go. So I'm just pouring it now so it's done and... I'm just screwing the top on so I don't spill it. The the, the precious golden liquid. Um, <laughs> there you go. Right. So anyway, cheers. Cheers. Let me do this properly. Pr- pretend you're in the room with me. And hang on a second. There you go. Uh, don't really quite work. I've got Did a I... can and a bottle. So all I've got is a... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um just before we get back onto the subject of Christmas and, and whatever, but uh, let's just do a little recap of the films that we've talked about this year, I think. Oh, okay, uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you've pulled this out of nowhere, and, and I'm hoping you don't hope that I remember. It's fine. So, um, you... I, I, I'm sure you'll, you'll remember. So, anyway, 14th of January, we did our first show of the year, which was Toy Soldiers. Oh, Jesus, that was the start of the year. Which uh, I think we both enjoyed. Yeah, I think so. Um, which was good. And then interspersed throughout the year, we have done a number of Sledgehammer episodes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to name those necessarily. I'm just going to go through the films. So then we did in on the 1st of March, uh, Blind Fury. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that one with yeah. Rutger? Um, 22nd of March, we did The Blob. Ah, oh, The Blob. Yes. The, re- the remake of The Blob. There you go. That was good. Uh, and then going further on into the year you can tell i just clicked on the website we did on the 13th of may no retreat no surrender two. Oh shit yeah I, I had forgotten about that one to be honest but i i remember now ah oh, the um yeah you, you make a you, oh, you, you make a what of me uh a spud of me you make a spud of me <laughs> uh and then we did on the 21st of june uh bmx bandits oh yeah uh 5th of july condor man Mm, yes. Yes. Tenth uh, of November, The Crow. Oh, good film. Yeah. Uh, and then on the actually no, we did that. That was released before then, but that was the first. That was when it was updated yeah, it on all the website. It gets a bit murky from then, doesn't it? Yeah. So fifteenth uh, of November, we did RoboCop. Yep. Has, has that been released yet? 
that has been released. Okay. Yes, I can't, I'm not, I can't I'm, remember myself to be fair. These are ones that have been officially released. Okay. Uh, I will just mention the other three, which haven't been released yet, but will be early next year. Uh, so, and then on seventeenth of December, we've got Gremlins. Excellent. So I miss. I, I wasn't counting. I must admit. Uh, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, seven on, is generally seven. next in the in the Six, scheme of things. Seven, eight, nine movie shows that we've actually released. Mm. However, we also have got ready and waiting in the wings. Um, Big trouble in Little China, yep. um, which is ready and edited and will be available at some point in the early uh, part of the new year, January, I would imagine. Uh, and then we've got every which way but loose, and we've got. Um, any which way you can so those are ready as well so um 9 10 11 12 so that's one every month pretty much isn't it plus this one so 13 in total there you go baker's providing we don't die during the recording of this one (laughs) yeah it is baker's dozen isn't it 13 yes there you are um so going back to christmas then so christmas traditions and things like that have you got any i mean you're a grown man you haven't got any children but do you have anything that you uh you do that you know kind of over christmas or is it just a nice time to have a yeah, break you know, rest? sit in a chair sigh forlornly uh you know look, look forward to the future with all the you know all the bleak hope of someone who's got no arms no legs aids <laughs> and an itchy bum Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. So nice and cheerful then. <laughs> yeah. um, very good. Uh, have you got any any things that you like to do, or is it just like I said, no? Um, nothing, nothing specific. I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna assume now you're gonna come at me with some sort of Dickensian picture postcard Christmas. So, yes, we like to, uh, we like to, I like to play piano while the ch- children sing carols. Uh, <laughs> the wife's in the kitchen baking some mince pies. Uh, and then we just sit round a roaring fire, laughing at each other's puns and jokes, and we while away till the early hours until we open each other's gifts and have some satsumas. It, mm, that does sound nice, I guess, but no, it's more a case of trying not to kill each other and just getting through it as painlessly as possible. So, uh, <laughs> no, it it is nice. I mean, it no, is. It is. It's, it's nice to have a break, you know, and you kind of look back to, you know, Christmas when I was a kid and, and you know, all the kind of exciting things. I'm trying to think. I'm sure I, I would have had concerts. I think I had a Super Nintendo one year for, as a concert. And this isn't a video game show. I appreciate that. But, yeah, I'm sure I had a Super Nintendo because I remember playing Super Mario World on, yeah. on it around December. I'm sure it was December time. I got, um, I got my Spectrum and my Amiga for Christmas. I got my PlayStation 1 on Boxing Day from the drunk man at, at, uh, at, the, at the local computer shop. I had to bike there on Boxing Day and then bike home with it in a brown paper bag. Ooh, wow, exciting. Anyway, sorry, mm. this isn't a video game show. We will get to those next year, I'm, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you say that. I know, but we will. Uh, this is a Spotlight Reflection movie show, which is all about, well, it normally is about reminiscing about films that we haven't seen for many years and re-watching them to de- decide whether or not they're uh, any good or, or, or not, as the case may be. Um no, but this one is a little bit different. So Gremlins was special and is special to you because it was a film that you watched a lot when you were a kid. Yeah. The film that we are going to be talking about, uh, which is called Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, from 1984, 
believe it or not, actually released the same year that Gremlins came out. Funny, uh, funny it didn't show in that list of top ten grossing films that you made <laughs> me go through last time. <laughs> I know. Funny that, isn't it? Um, however, there is a story behind that because it may well have been quite a lot more successful. I'm not saying it would have touched the top ten box office movies, but it it it, did, it was successful um, based on its takings and budget and whatever. But anyway, so. This was a film that I watched for the first time last year. Um, and the reason being was because Dave and Tom, I think, talked about it on their Decade of Decadence show. Right. And I, I just thought, this sounds batshit crazy. I've got to watch it. So I did. And, um, and yeah, so it is relatively um, clear in my mind. Yeah, it breaks quite a few rules of the podcast, but that's yeah. Fine. Well, it's Christmas. I'm I'm a, I'm a giving kind of guy. That's what I'm saying because it, it's it's more a case of I then wanted to introduce it to you, um, and I was happy to rewatch it, you know, because it's Christmas and it's yeah. it's a it's a Christmassy film sort of. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I just wanted I thought it'd be fun to talk about because of uh, it's it's a bit mental. Um, so. Like I said, released in 1984. Um, it's only an hour and 19 minutes long. It's right, very so short, isn't it? That's uh, another bonus because I thought, I thought it'd be a bonus, you know, show. Uh, we're probably not going to talk about this film for three and a half hours. <laughs> so I can't imagine. <laughs> Although you may, you, we may do. Yeah. Um, I doubt it. Do, oh yes, me too. <laughs> Directed by Charles E. Celia Jr., who. Um, uh, having a look at his filmography and what he's directed before, um, he's only ever directed four things by the looks of this. So a documentary in 1979 called Encounter with Disaster. Uh, no idea. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night in 1984. Uh, in 1984, he's quite prolific, he d- directed a movie called Snowballing, um, which having watched the trailer for earlier on today, it looks like a screwball comedy where girls get their tits out and walk around in scantily clad outfits and it's all no. set on a on a on no, a no <laughs> you I, I am surprised <laughs> on a on a mountain uh side you know and you've got the kids sort of like you know and the, you've got the cop and you've got the the you know the teacher or whatever the owner of this business and you know, they're all against each other and then they just happen to you know be trying to shag girls as well so and then in 1985 a movie called the annihilators which is a bunch of vietnam vets going back to their old neighborhood which is a shithole now and um it's just a, a, an excuse for loads of fighting and explosions got an amazing poster i have to say um but uh, yeah so that's it that's his filmography nothing really you know, spectacular. Doesn't star any one of any notes particularly. I had a quick look down the cast. You got Linnea Quigley, who I only know because Dave and Tom interviewed her. I'm sure they did for 80s Picture House, which it may or may not have had a remastered. Re- um... well, she was also in one of our films. Yes, that's right. Uh, which was Return of the Living Dead. Yes. So uh, there you go. And uh, herself. Isn't shy. I don't. It's fair to say. No, no. Uh, she's uh, she's quite comfortable. Um, au naturel in the buff. Yes, mm-hmm. she's quite happy to get her, her tits out. Um, and so there you go. So having a quick look oh, at uh, it's got Brian Wilson. This film in he's him out of the Beach Boys, isn't it? Is that is that him, Brian Wilson? Who no. does he play? Billy. Uh oh no. No, that's Robert. His name's Robert Brian Wilson. Apparently, he's. Yeah. Anyway, 
we'll get to him. Uh, the only other person that I recognised was the Mother Superior. Uh, her name's Lillian Chauvin. And she's been in lots of different films that I've seen over the years, such as um, Predator 2, uh, Universal she? Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Is she? Yeah, you'll you'll recognise her if you see her in stuff. Um, she's, um, I'm sure she played um, in Universal Sh- Soldier. Uh, um, you would have been Sean Connery then. Sure, I I, <laughs> um, it, she plays Jean-Claude Van Damme's mom. I'm sure she does. Um, and then she's in other things. Uh, anyway, check out her filmography. But she, she's been in quite a lot of films. I don't think she's, she's no longer with us. Um, and then, yeah, so... Other than, like I said, last year, I didn't know anything about this film or what you know that it existed or whatever. Um, according to our good friend Wikipedia, um, released in <laughs> 1984, and it was pretty successful. Um, it had a theatrical release, but it did garner quite a lot of controversy, and there were po- protesters, and the distributors decided to pull it from the cinemas. Um, so, which, you know, is a, is a bit of a shame, I think, you know, I, I, I mean, a lot of horror films, they would have, you know, used that to their advantage, wouldn't they? Yeah. You know, um, I'm sure they even The Exorcist did something similar. It was like, you know, don't come and watch it if you've got a heart condition yeah, you know, or, or things I mean, like that, you know. I don't know why. I mean, um, why would this have been, would this, would this have counted as a video nasty type thing? Um, I don't think it was ever on the video nasty lists or anything like that. Um, I think that's towards the 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 end of the video nasty reign or yeah. the, the, the during it anyway. I don't think it was one of the because Evil Dead was one of them, wasn't it? I mean, there's a yes. list of all the you know, but that was was that 1979 or 1980? It was a, a very early 80s. Um, but yeah, it had this apparently had a budget of seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, and uh, in its limited run at the cinemas, um, it pulled in two and a half million dollars. That's all right, isn't it? can't complain. So if you think that you know it, um, if it had stayed in uh, cinemas, then it may have made even more money. Yeah. Um, but it's apparently it's become a bit of a cult classic over the years. Um, Would that explain the four sequels? Well, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, you you know, I know that horror slasher movies tend to, you know, if they're successful, they're usually on low budgets, and then if they are successful, get or moderately successful, even they tend to get sequels because they're cheap to make and there's a built-in audience. But yeah, so the Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Three, better watch out. Fair enough. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Initiation. No idea what that one. Um, Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. And then there was a loose remake um, in 2012, yeah. uh, which I've never watched. So I've never watched any of the sequels. Never watched. No. Apparently, the, the, the sequels are all a bit shit. Well, I, uh, I, did, I did a little bit of reading, and it seems to be that Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 follows on from this, more or less. Part 3 concludes the saga. Um Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 is about a feminist cult. Okay. Which, yeah. And Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 is about someone who makes toys that come to life, which seems an awful lot like Puppet Master, but never mind. Oh, God, I haven't watched that for a long time, Puppet mm. Master. But I'm trying to yeah. think, it's like, well, I'm trying to think that what that'd be. That'd be like Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4 not being about Freddy Krueger, but being about 
um, I don't know, a person called Elmo who works at a bread dough factory or something. It's got mm. nothing to do with 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 it at all. Weird. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, the original title for this movie apparently was Slay Ride. <laughs> like that um, and, and uh, one of the sequels it was directed by Brian Yuzner who um, has done a few different movies uh, what was that one Society have you ever watched that yeah that, that's a fucking weird film that is uh-huh. with yeah. Billy Warlock yes Billy uh, Warlock of Baywatch fame yes um so um but there you go um that's kind of my potted history of the silent night deadly night movies just really the first one um it has on imdb a rating of 5.9 out of 10 and that's out of 15,000 uh, ratings so not particularly high yeah some would say distinctly average yes uh it also has a metacritic as well it does i'll be honest I was quite surprised. I was very shocked at that. Um, it's got a 31 out of five <laughs> critical reviews. Yeah. So do you want to take take one of them? Yes. I mean, I'll, I'll go for the best one, but there is no best one because there's three three mixed and two negative. Um, I'll go for... Um, that's a bit little. I'll go for Noel Murray from the AV Club. Noel, Noel. Ah, Noel, Noel, yes. And he's given it a bang average 50. And he has said thusly, In nearly every way, Silent Night, Deadly Night is as a run-of-the-mill slasher film as the 80s produced, enjoyable today primarily for its kitsch value. Mm. Uh, I will go with the uh, Washington Post, which is 40. And this is Paul uh, Anatasio. Silent Night, Deadly Night takes off from the notion that Santa Claus is an axe murderer, but it never quite lives up to the delicious perversity of its premise. An idea this shocking has to be earned. Instead, director Charles Sellier Jr., uh, gives us another casually constructed splatter flick that has more to do with morbid uh, arithmetic, the body count continues, then movies. Okay. Okay, that, that goes a bit weird. Yep. Um, I'll go for Mr. Michael Wimlington of the Los Angeles Times, who was given it 20. That's 20 Oof. out of 100. Or 2 out of 10, if, you, if, you, if you'd like to make it easier for you. Right, and he has said... It's fairly safe to predict that Silent Night, Deadly Night will start making the worst movies of all time lists almost immediately. Has all the prerequisites, a roaringly bad idea, derivative script writing, tastelessness, naked opportunism, a cast full of actors who mug, gesticulate and savour every rotten line, a general we're only in it for the money attitude, visible in every sloppy frame. And to top it off, the most crucial quality enough conscious or unconscious humour to keep you watching and insulting it. Mm. Now, according to... I've just had a quick look here, and, and this opened on the same weekend as A Nightmare on Elm Street, which was also 1984. Just, 1984 had some decent movies, it didn't did, it? didn't it, yeah. Um, so there you go. Um, now, have you got a synopsis for this film? We do. Let me, let me just check our... Uh, which one do I prefer? Um... <laughs> this one right uh, or do I yes right 
The, uh, the synopsis is, after his parents were murdered, a tormented teenager goes on a murderous rampage dressed as Santa due to his stay at an orphanage where he was abused by the mother superior. Ooh, there you go. So, wow, we rattled through, through that one. I think mainly because we've got no real memories of the movie well, or anything like that. you didn't even ask me about my memories. Well, I, I assume you've never seen it before. I don't think you've ever seen it well, before, it, it, have you? It's been a while. Seriously? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been almost 43 years. What? What, what do you mean? I haven't seen it in almost 43 years, on oh, account so ha- that I've never seen it. You've never seen <laughs> Oh, God. Sorry. I even <laughs> haven't even started drinking yet. Um, why, okay, so you, you got? have you heard of this? Have you got any expectations um, or anything at all? First watch for you. My expectations were it's going to be Halloween-esque, but at Christmas. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Which I right. think is a fair enough assumption to make based on, you know, what I, what I knew of it. I didn't think it was going to be like a, a weirdly subtitled Care Bears film. I wasn't expecting a romantic film. Yeah, I'm just because uh, although at the time apparently this did garner a bit of um, you know controversy, as I said. But Christmas move, Christmas horror films. Have the, the, any Christmas horror films f- t- t- that you're aware of? Um, I know that I know there's a a, a few few years back weren't there about the whole Krampus thing yes you know, there's Krampus which would make sense um, it wasn't really a horror but it kind of almost was but not quite ah oh, was it called oh, it wasn't called Rare Things or something like that um, Rare Commodities or, or something along that line about about uh, that's again about a Krampus-esque thing and uh, people end up selling um, neutered Krampi uh, around the world as as Father Christmases because they mm. kill the big Krampus. Spoilers. Rare, rare import. It was rare import. Rare imports? Maybe. I saw that at the cinema. That was weird. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, so you've mentioned there Krampus. I must admit, I don't remember that one. Um, but uh, looking here, there's uh, Jack Frost from 1997, oh, yeah. which, uh, yeah, I've, I've never seen that one before. Black Christmas, uh, which, again, never seen that one before. Uh, just looking at some of these, I mean, like generally, generally sort of like Christmassy. The Gingerbread Man. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, well, hazard the, a guess and say it's about a murderous gingerbread man. Blood and an ancient curse allow an executed killer, Gary Busey, to return as a murderous gingerbread man. <laughs> this is fucking child's play, but with a gingerbread man. Uh, very strange. Um, what else is there? Anna and the Apocalypse. I've heard of that one, but I've never seen it. That's uh, Gremlins. Well, horror film, is it? Would you say it's horror? Rare Exports. There you go. There you a Christmas go. tale. Imports, exports, rare, unusual. Yeah, oh, God, um, I would have got there eventually, maybe. There you go. Anyway. anyway right. Hmm. So, shall we listen to the trailer? Yes. Right. Here it is. Here's the trailer for Silent Night, Deadly Night. was the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. 
it through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas. Silent night. Deadly night. There you go. That was the trailer. Have you watched it? I have watched it. Uh, what did you think? Um, on retrospect, I almost could have just watched the trailer since I think it shows most of every kill in the film. Mm. Um, yes, I, I only watched it, I think it was yesterday I watched it. And uh, like you said, it's the sort of like the, you know, the deep voiced you know man talking about Christmas. I can't do that. That guy must... Boris Johnson or David Bellamy. <laughs> that guy must have been paid a fortune who did the voiceovers for all the Christmas, uh, all, all the, you know, the, the trailers or whatever, you yeah. know. Why did you go posh then? I don't know. That was just the the, the voice that in my head. Of my, like, you know, my Christmas time. Christmas. It's time for Billy's going to come. Have you been naughty or nice? <laughs> I've hurt my throat. <laughs> now... Last episode, I let you down because I typed up my notes uh, for Gremlins. You, you, but guess are you what? Sucking up. You've, you've used a quill this time. Guess what? Now that's just rustling paper. It doesn't prove that you've actually done notes. You've just I'm got back... a sheet of paper. No, I'm back to paper. I'm back to paper. Hooray! WhatsApp me a picture of your notes because I don't believe you. I will. I will. I promise you. Um, now, mm. how many pages of notes have you made for this film? Bearing in mind, like I said, it's only on for an hour and 20 yeah. minutes. Now, I, I know how many I've made, but it just feels like I should rustle the paper around for some reason. Alarmingly, I've, I've done more than the script itself. I've done seven and three quarters. <laughs> I've done about eight and a half. Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> I, I know. I've gone stupid. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. Now, mm. I've, I do have a big problem, though, because um, I started watching this. We were supposed to be recording this a week ago. So I watched it um, a week ago, uh, funnily enough. Uh, or half of it anyway, I should say. But I came back from the pub, so I was a little bit drunk when oh, I Jesus. wrote about 50 minutes worth of notes. <laughs> so... Uh, it, this is going to be fun um, because I must admit when I, I was putting the pages together which got a little bit mixed up and I was trying to sort of read which order they went in and I it genuinely took me a few minutes to figure out which order that the papers so the papers might not even yeah, be in order I, I get your problem I've got an ingenious way of getting around that issue mm -hmm. write it in a fucking notepad well you write with single pieces of paper it was just what was at hand. It, I mean, it, it, it was on a, a, a notepad, but I ripped the pages off. Why? As I, Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if one of them was loose. Then in the end, I just, because of my, you know, in my mind, it's like, okay, if one of them's loose, I'm like, I'll just tear them off as I go along. And it's just, so I just end up tearing. I don't know. I don't know. We also have these wonderful things that we use in, in our society called numbers. And I you could <laughs> often find that if you write a number, like somewhere on the page, and then on the next page, if you sequentially follow it with the follow-up number, for example, one and then two, you could possibly, you know, garner some kind of order. Just just a hint. I, well, in retrospect, yes, that is what I would have done. However, after having four pints of lager, I didn't think uh, that so far ahead. So you got a picture of the cock and balls in every single corner. <laughs> so anyway... Um, like I said, I, I'm probably going to need some help on this one because I'm looking at the notes now and think, okay, I genuinely, I'm struggling to read what this says. But I will, <laughs> we'll give it a go. Um, 
anyway, it's through. So, so this opens up with um, a bit of a creepy song and yeah. uh, a, a, an explosion of blood on the screen. You know, yeah, sort it's of kind of that slightly off tune Christmassy jingle thing. Yes, and then it just goes. You know that, that kind um, of eighties blag that they used to put in it. My one observation of the film, mm. uh, I appreciate that he didn't have a particularly big budget, you know, so that's that's take take that into account. However, when you watched it, or when I watched it, it this is some 1984, you know, so it would have been no, late 1984, so it was released, so it, it would have been made early earlier on in that year, I would have thought. It, it looks, though, like it was made in the 70s. There's, yeah. it, it, it sort of doesn't... You know, I don't know. It just, it, it, the look of it, just, it's not. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some good stuff in it, which we'll get to. But I think just the actual general look of the movie does look kind of like a, a 70s type, late 70s movie rather than a mid 80s. Yeah. Where did you watch this, by the way? On YouTube. Now, YouTube. so did I. Yes. Did your, because it said like Blu-ray like you know, type thing. Did your picture quality vary wildly? Mm-hmm. Now I'm guessing because it was usually more uh, when you get to the sort of the kills and the violent yeah, parts. I'm thinking edit cuts. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking that there that, uh, that there's been some extra bits, like a director's cut, yeah. which didn't have the proper, you know, film production or whatever. It was it was off the cutting room floor or or whatever. So it's yeah, and I've seen other movies like where they've done that before. Where I think it may have been. No, it wasn't RoboCop. What was it? I can't, anyway, you can, you can tell that the the quality isn't as good as the main movie. Yeah, they, they um, literally just put this on a Blu-ray. What they didn't do, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean we've got the entire film, we've cleaned and tidied it and restored it. It's like, no, we've put it on that format. Mm-hmm. As yeah. is. Uh, so yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so it's Christmas Eve. It's nineteen seventy-one. It is so. Maybe that is where it's influenced the sort of the uh, the time period for me. Yeah, could be. Um, because you've got a, a car and it's driving. There's a family, so there's mom and dad in the front, and then you've got two little kids, yeah. um, a little boy and a little baby. Who I just put baby looks like a mong. <laughs> a mom or mong? Mong. <laughs> Fuck you know. It just had a really, I don't know, blank <laughs> face on it. Fuck you know. Um. <laughs> They're, they're visiting Grandpa because they're just chatting about Grandpa yeah. and whatever. I thought they uh, were going to Grandpa's house, you know, going to stay with good old Gramps. Yeah, but no. No. They're, they're going to the Utah Mental Facility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and um, so then we're, we they, they go into this, this mental facility. I mean... We don't know much about Grandpa, do we? No. Except that he's he's in a comatose state. Yeah. You know, he sits in his chair, he stares into space, and he I mean, he might just have dementia or something. Yeah. He might, you, you know, the, 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 it doesn't suggest that he was a killer or something, uh, no. or he's or he's witnessed something bad, and it's kind of you know he's he's shell shocked from it or whatever. He's just yeah. In he fact, just, I'd, I'd forgotten to think about what might have happened to Grandpa because it kind of it doesn't matter very shortly, but. Yeah, well, I was thinking, oh, here we go, main characters. We've got Dad, Jimmy, I think the wife's called Ellie, and then you've got Billy, who's the boy boy, and Ricky, who's the mong baby. (laughs) 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 Grandpa's catatonic. He doesn't react to anything that his own son says. 
and they just you know, say he's got worse. Mum and Dad and little Ricky, they go off to see the doctor and they leave leave Billy alone with the catatonic old man. Merry Christmas, Billy. Yeah. I mean, why would you do that? I, <laughs> I, I mean, for, for a kid, he's eight years old, I think, isn't he, at this point? That, yeah. That's just looking at... Um, IMDb, and you've because you've got Billy at eighteen, and then you've got Billy. Oh no, actually he's five. But so is because it says Billy at five. Yeah, we have three years later, don't we? Well, we'll do spoilers. Yes, yes, yes. So no, he's five years old at this point in time. So I'm thinking, right, I've got a five year old daughter, and uh, would I leave her on her own in a mental facility? In a mental facility with, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if it's even if it's still a family member. You'd still be like, stay with me. Yeah. Um, we'll all go together. You wouldn't just fucking leave them on your, on their own, would no. you? No, you wouldn't. Um, however, then, all of a sudden, Grandpa comes out of his catatonic state. Yeah. wakes up and he sounds like an elderly black man. <laughs> and uh, he turns to Billy and, you know, he, he starts, he grabs him by the arm. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's, he scares the shit out of him. So, um, you know, it's... Uh, and he starts talking about, Oh, have you been good? Have you been naughty? Or what, yeah. what does he say? Well, he, start, he, he starts telling them that, you know, Christmas Eve, it's the scariest night of the year. How <laughs> <laughs> is it? You know, have you been a good boy? You know, because if Santa comes... He says what... You know, does he ask him what is he like? Or he just, does he just rant? I can't remember. But, yeah, he... he um, he asks Billy if he's been good all the time, and Billy says, well, not all the time. So then good old Gramps just tells his grandson, who he just calls Boy, uh, that he's going to get punished by Santa, because mm. Santa punishes bad people. And, and you uh, better better run for your life. Yeah, at this point, I'm thinking, <laughs> ah, right, Grandad's the killer. Yes. Got that wrong. Um, And then, he, like I said, he's really creepy and freak freaks yeah. him out. Um, But then the mom-dad... And the baby come out of the uh, the, the office or wherever. Yeah, granddad goes and back to being a vegetable. And he goes back to... So he's, what is he, just faking it? Or does he have moments of... Like, where he, is he, did he just, he'd just been waiting there all year, just in his head, just going, I'm going to scare the shit out of my grandson. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, so then the kid goes, like, oh, I'll be good from now on. You know what I mean? So, and knowing kids, because I've got two of them, I'm like... No, you fucking won't be. You'll say that because you you know you're thinking you're going to lose something. It's not because you're actually going to be good, but still. Yeah. Um, so then, I mean, what, the... what more could possibly go wrong for poor old Bill on Christmas uh... Eve? <laughs> what could just scar him for his for, for life? <laughs> yeah. So um, then they go, but they're back in the car because you know that's it. It's they're like just a long way to basically <laughs> like if you're going to go and visit your dad in a mental ha- mental home. They've driven what over like half a day to yeah. go there, and his son go to Jimmy the office has looked at him for five seconds, gone dad, dad, and then they've just gone to talk to a doctor for all of two minutes, and then they've left. Mm. I mean, you know, couldn't have just done that by phone call, yeah. just saying, "Has any change? Is he is he okay? Can we is come it, and visit?" Is it worth us coming down? It's Christmas Eve. Is it worth us, you know, spending? Four hours there, you know, eight, nine hours of our day just to stay for two minutes. Mm. They've dragged the kids a long way, haven't they? <laughs> just a bit. 
just for a five on Christmas Eve, no less. For one of them just to look like a mong and dribble, and one of them to get the shit scared out of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then they're back in the car. They're going back to home, wherever. Uh, fuck knows. Then uh, the kid asks if Santa's going to punish him, you know, and he's scared. Obviously, yeah. clearly would be, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know. Um, and but then the mom says that, oh, you know, your grandpa's just a crazy old fool. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bit harsh. Yeah. Um, B- Billy lambasts her for mocking old people. Hmm. Um, but then you go to a store and uh, Santa's going in to buy some stuff. Uh, and, you know, then he pulls a gun out on him. Yeah. Uh, a bit unexpected, I guess. Uh, but And then the, 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 the store owner, he's got his own gun under the counter. But, uh, yeah, Santa shoots him. Santa shoots he- him in the chest. And it's fucking... I don't know if you noticed, but when he, he shoots him in the chest, he falls over. And then he shoots him again. And he, did you see the, the amazing grimace that he does? The Santa or no, the, 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 the clerk dead gets guy? Shot. <clears throat> Before he shoots him in the head, he grimaces, but he sort of... You know, like if, if you were to... I don't know. You know what you'd do if you pretended to be dead. But he sort of sticks his tongue out of the side of his mouth and almost goes like... Oh. Well, and then there's a bit of bullet that dribbles out the bullet hole, I think, isn't there? There's it's yeah. that classic kind of you know. Yeah, that's the thing. He like two. Do you shoot twice in the chest or just the once? But then he shoots him square in the face, by the forehead as well. Yeah, he's not fucking about, is no. he? It turns um, out all he got was thirty-one dollars. Yeah, merry fucking Christmas. Yeah. It's <laughs> like you think. Well, you've just committed murder for thirty-one dollars. You know. It's not a it's not a good night to be a crook, but you know it doesn't seem that anyone was around. It's nineteen eighty four. There's not going to be much in the way of cameras. Just you know, just be quiet. Be quiet for the rest of the night. Go home. Spend your thirty one dollars on. Well, actually, thirty one dollars back then. Yeah, spend that on like a car or something. Mm. Just, just just keep quiet. Don't do anything else. You might mm. get away with it. But he he looks a bit deranged. I think that it's fair to say he looks a bit uh, you know crazy. Um, and so then the family, it's night time now, they're driving and... The car radio uh, is playing that Christmas music again. Yes. Um, and they see Santa and it looks, they see his car broken down because yeah. it's not really established. Well, he's no. just, he's on the roadside, isn't but he? It, it just proves that Jimmy's been driving too long because Jimmy's driving, obviously. And he says, what's that? And he's like, oh, I can't see nothing. No, 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 there's something in the road ahead. And it cuts to what the car can see. A, you know, there's a fucking luminous Father Christmas stood in the middle of the road waving all of, what, like 50 metres in front of them? Mm. Billy couldn't... Well, A, actually, they went round a bend. But Billy couldn't see him. Means he needs to take a break, you know, go to a services, get yourself a coffee. You've been driving too long. Or how did Ellie see that round the corner? Mm. Either way, I'm being picky, but I need to be. I don't know, but... But then, so they stop because it's Santa Claus. Because you know, you wouldn't. It's Christmas Eve. Uh, if, and if Santa had a sleigh and a load of reindeer, I'd stop. If it's, a, <laughs> if, it's a, if it's Santa in a in a broken down, clapped out, whatever you would call it, I'm not stopping. No, I'm definitely not stopping. No, um, I'd be a bit freaked out. I must admit. So anyway, they stop, and then he pulls his gun out, and. Um, he shoots the dad. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, has the right idea. Get the fuck out of Dodge. But uh, yeah, he sh- Santa shoots the window twice. And then the car just reverses into a 
semi kind of ditch and it sort of stops with its back end slightly off the road and um yeah turns out turns out jimmy was shot because the the old driver door pops up. i don't know why does he fall out of the car i don't know because he would have actually had to undo the handle for it to, to fall out yeah but so, he's got a bullet hole in the head yeah because B- billy can see you know he sees he, he runs across the road doesn't he and he stays yeah. and he watches so he, he sees that his dad's been killed um and then his mom's screaming and she gets pulled out of the car and you know the, what's so the, gonna happen it's a 1980s film the, the, <laughs> the thing about this film is you are never too far away from a pair of tits are you really <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know not. you um you could do it as a bit of a, a drinking game you know and you'd be fairly merry at the end oh, i think definitely. you 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 wouldn't be battered but it, i suppose it depends on which or what you're drinking yeah. but um yeah so she gets laid out on the road and he the 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 santa claus uh Climbs on top of her and he starts pouring at her clothes. Rips her top off, mm-hmm. um, so she's got her tits exposed. She she's like smack him in the face, um, or any. And then because so you're thinking, oh, he's gonna rape her, or he, you know, he's so, and the baby's screaming in the back yep. of the car at Billy's this point, just you know. hid in a bush. And so you're thinking, oh God Almighty! And then so anyway, she, she, I'm sorry, sure, sure she punches him or hits him or something or scratches him. Um, so then instead of doing what you think what you think he was going to do, he just gets a knife and cuts her throat. Yes. Um, I mean, he's accelerating <laughs> at quite the pace tonight, Santa. I mean, did he? Was he ever just thinking? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm desperate for money. Oh, I'm going to have to hold up a gas station because I, I need some money. I just need a little bit of money for some food. And then so far now we're on murder, attempted rape, murder, murder, three murders and, a, and an attempted rape. Yes. So that's it. Three three murders in the span of five minutes, pretty yes. much. In the in the the, the film's just started. So Merry Christmas, yeah. everyone. But once he's done uh, that, doesn't he? he? Staggers upwards, and Billy's sat there shitting himself in the bush. And Santa's. I don't know how Santa can't see him. Um, but he's like, "Where are you? Where are you, little bastard?" And it's, yeah. it's it's poor Billy. It's not Billy's day. Put it that way. No, um, so I mean, he leaves the baby alone. Obviously, Billy, you know, he, he doesn't find him. Um, and then we go to December nineteen seventy four. Yes. Is it? Um, <laughs> I was thinking at that point. I was like, right, all right, where's this film going now? Because. I thought they'd be like the main characters. Maybe I thought they're going to be stalked by mad old granddad or whatever. Now they're all dead. <laughs> so when it just said December 1974, it, it, I was like, ooh, where are we going then? Mm. It, it, it turns uh, out, yeah, to an orphanage. Yes. To a nun's art class. <laughs> uh, yes. And, and... <laughs> What the fuck happened to Billy at the orphanage? Because all I've put oh. is Billy is metamorphosized into an ugly bastard with a mullet. Because <laughs> he's an ugly kid. He's all teeth and, and long, long mullety hair. Oh, God. Um, I'm just looking. He, the, the actor who played him at eight is apparently somebody called Danny Wagner. Um, and that this was his only acting credit, <laughs> according to this. I'm surprised so they probably put him in a box and buried him underground. Ugly little yeah. fucker. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're drawing. The kids are drawing stuff, and um, Billy puts his picture up, and uh, it's it's uh, it, it's a bit disturbing, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. 
so Santa Claus is is as he cuts someone's head off a reindeer. Yeah, uh, Santa's uh, dead and the reindeer's decapitated. He's um, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, Billy. Yeah, uh, he's a bit fucked up, isn't he, Billy? It's yeah. fair to say. You see, three years of religious teaching has helped him out. No wonder. Mm. Um, and the, so the the nuns are chatting. So there's one. Um, you got the mother superior, who's an utter twat. Oh, she's um, <laughs> She's fucking evil. Um, and her approach to uh, rehabilitating these kids or making them, you know, uh, come to terms with their trauma and everything that they've experienced, you know, in their young lives, is to basically beat them and you know, beat the, the, the demons out yeah. of them and, uh, you know, all that. But then you've got one nice nun yeah. who, uh, you know, he's constantly shouted down. Um, and experience. Explain this, will you? And it's like, what do you mean explain this? Do you not, are you not aware of Billy's past a mere three years ago? Mm. Witnessing his parents being murdered yeah. in front of him, you know. Um, oh, but so, they, they, yeah, they ban him. They ban him to his room, and then it turns out, yeah, sorry, it turns out that Mother Superior does know. It just means she's an arsehole. Yeah, um, uh, but training's going to sort him out. That's apparent. That's it. He's, you know, he's not going to need years of therapy or or counselling or whatever. It's it's just we'll 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 sort him out. He's got some violence trapped inside of him. Yes, Mother but, Superior is going to take his case personally. <laughs> um. And then, so Billy's watching some other kids playing from his room, um, and the sister then asks, you know, come come out and play with the other kids. Um, but as Billy is was walking to uh, play with the other kids, he hears some sex noises. Yes. Um, and <laughs> so this is just random. So he's then he's hearing the sex noises, and he sees these uh, these two peoples shagging through a keyhole. They're not really shagging, are they? They're just laying there. <laughs> They're laying there, not really kissing much, just sort of, well, it's mainly boob fondling at the end of the day, isn't it? Yes, it's all a about... bit of nipple nipple rubbing. Yeah. And, uh, it's all about the boobies. Sque- squeezing um, and, uh, you know. Um, so, yeah, who are these people? I don't know. Who... At first I thought, well, I'll be honest. When he uh, when he started hearing sex noises, I thought he was going to walk in to Mother Superior being bent over double. Yes, but they, no, it's just two young people. But they look they look like they're too old to be orphans. Yeah. So then I thought, well, is it another nun? But then it's never well, explained. But but yeah, Billy Billy's peeking through the old keyhole. You know, and um, somehow Mother Superior also finds it. She goes in there and just. Fucking grabs a belt and then the door slams and she just starts smashing them around the room with a belt. Saying, take your punishment. I'm take a- your punishment. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that fella could have just ran through the first flurry and had knocked her senseless. Yeah. but So, he's, he's, it's violence and then there's like sexual violence and now he's, he's kind of seen sex at a very... He's been exposed to sex at a very early age, isn't he? Um, so, you know, you can kind of see where this is going. Um, and uh, so it, then the mother superior speaks to Billy um, and questions what he saw. Yeah. Um, you know, and they were very naughty, these people, weren't they? She tells him, you know, that, that good old life lesson that punishment is absolute. Yes, Uh Punishment is good. Um, and then it, she gets the belt and belts him on the arse. Yeah. 
what for what well, it wasn't his fault well, he got out well he wasn't he wasn't allowed out of his room was it actually it's it's the it's but, her sister's fault isn't it she it, let him out yeah, she, so she should be belting the sister because yeah. it's like, well, you know, I only did what I was told to do. So, you know, or, or I've asked to come out and play with the other kids. So it's a, it's a bit harsh on Billy. A little bit because he can't. What's he going to do? He's going to disrespect one nun, and he might be in trouble with the sister. Or he goes outside, then gets in trouble with with Mother Superior. Mm. Um, well, we also find out at that point that uh, the the Mong baby called Ricky. Is actually now slightly more grown up and is also in the orphanage. Yeah, I've got a question about him, which we'll come to. Um, so, but um, <laughs> a bit later on the film. Mm. So then Billy's. It's night time now. He's having a bit of a nightmare. Uh, I must admit, I thought he was having a wank at this stage because <laughs> <laughs> his mum dying. He's, well, he's a bit sweaty and he's kind of like he's pumping his fist. Um, you know, well, not about that necessarily. About the, I mean, that would be dark. Seen, uh, that would be really dark if that was the case. <laughs> what he'd seen earlier in the day, perhaps. Um, so, but he, he he gets up, and then the mother superior catches him. Of course, she does because she's you know treating his case personally, like you said. Um, and how would you deal with somebody that's? I mean, I must admit, I've thought about doing this to the kids when they've been playing up sometimes but i've never done it well, you, so you could either talk to them you could you know get them a little fondant fancy you could tie them to the bed like there's something out of the exorcist and, and <laughs> just leave them to panic yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he does tight like all fours ties his arms and his legs to the bloody bed um yes um anyway then you know kids are opening presents yeah, christmas um, morning everyone gets one one present yes um and she's it's, Billy goes to get his present um and but and so that knowing the situation I mean would they have known the details you would have thought you'd that think, they would have done you'd think so they're because they're aware that Billy's got a little bit of a phobia about again, Santa Claus yeah the, so but this is the only way that the mother superior can see of curing him to face it, get over his phobias and to get over his fears is to go and sit on Santa's knee and get his present. Yeah. My methods And behave. Work. Billy will sit on Santa's knee. <laughs> yeah. um, so Billy's clearly upset. And even though he's, dra- he's, you know, they're having to drag him over there <laughs> and forcing him to sit neck on Santa's knee. Um, now, this was absolutely frigging hilarious. <laughs> I... Is it the left hook? <laughs> because... Billy's like eight. Santa's a gr- about three stone piss wet through, <laughs> ugly, which doesn't it doesn't impede anything, but you know, a hideous looking child. Uh, he, yeah, he fucking Santa. Santa. Santa goes fucking flying. It's like he's been hit by a. I don't know. He's been hit by a car. He's flying back off his chair. Proper. It's a proper adult punch sound effect as well. Oh, it is. It's like yeah. kind of, but the thing, maybe this is kind of, and maybe I'm looking into this too much, perhaps. But um, is that the the you know uh, the, there's kind of alluding to the fact that, that Billy's got sort of superpowers when he's put under stress. Yeah, uh, you know, I've, I've super strength. Later on about that potentially as well. Um, yeah, because later on there's a scene where Billy appears to have the strength of like Superman. <laughs> yeah. I uh, think we'll have the same scene in mind. So, it gives him a nosebleed as well. Yeah. Like Santa's there bleeding. Nosebleed. I think he's flattened his nose across his face. Um, 
so then um the mother superior sort of uh you know um calls to, he's he's in freeze frame then isn't it you know yeah, calls, he, William! He, go, he goes up to his room doesn't he and hides in the corner cowering just, yeah you know, begging not to be punished and then you, you the, I think the door opens and he looks up and you hear William and it's freeze frame on his disgusting mug <laughs> <laughs> um so now we go 10 years later yeah. so we're sort of bang up to date yeah. wow in the first 10 minutes we've we've gone through the a whole you know 18 years of this kid's yeah, life what i don't much. understand is we start off at 1971 mm. then we have just three years later and then it says 1984 mm. so why doesn't it say 1971 1974 1984 i don't know I don't know. It's strange, but um, so Billy's a, a man now, isn't he? He's eighteen years old, and mm-hmm. uh, the the why the nice is he still at the orphanage? I I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I can only sort of go on what I've seen from the Queen's Gambit. Is that you know you you have a certain shelf life at orphanages, and the younger you are, the more chance there is of you going to find a home with somebody else, is and the he, older you is get. He technically, an adult now. Well, yeah, he's eight, he's eighteen, isn't he? Yeah. So so why is he still there? They surely. On his 18th birthday, it's right, Billy, pack your bags, fuck off. We've got little Timmy over there who's cuter than you. So, uh, yeah, if you're, not, if you're not found a home by 18, out on the streets with your sunny gym. Yeah, but, well, he, he, I mean, it's fair to say, um, not that I found him attractive particularly, but he's a hunk now, isn't he? He's like, he's a he's a hunky man. He's a he's a he's he's an adult and he's, he's, he's muscly. He's someone with a blank expression. um so yeah she's trying to get him a job um in a toy shop and uh he's mr sims he's he's quite he's good at lifting boxes because he's strong you know and he's muscular um and then he looks like a cross between his dad in the film and judge reinhold ah okay yeah yeah I, i get where you're coming from now so he's lifting kids He's lifting boxes. Yeah, we're, and it's, we're, in, sorry, it's, we're in sitcom intro territory. All of a sudden. <laughs> it's like cheesy <laughs> fucking music. It's a montage of him just lifting boxes and kids. Oh. And <laughs> he was from the orphanage. Now he's lifting boxes. It's Billy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it very weird. Um, but he's a model employee, yeah. isn't he? You know, I, he's uh, Mr. Sims, the toy shop owner, is very impressed when he straightens up a colouring book of some description. Mm. Uh, now, did you notice some of the toys that were on the shelves? I did. Uh, but I didn't write them down. I know there was a Kermit the Frog. There was a Mouse Trap. There was Jabba's Palace. Yes, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's all I can remember now. Yeah, I think it was the Star Wars toys um, that I. Uh, you know sort of focused on um but he does see a santa uh and he freaks out a little bit doesn't he <laughs> he's just yeah. well, so i put down lifting boxes lifting children mr sims impressed when he struggles with a book not drinking at lunch because uh one of his em- fellow employees is drinking at lunch i put happy sick coming intro, and then he sees santa because <laughs> he unravels a poster and billy's face dies hmm and I he mean, starts what? shaking. It, it's like he, someone just turns him off. It's what, like his what? whole life is, just gets sucked out of him at that point. What does he expect? Uh, you know, it's it's a Christmas 
It's it's a toy shop. You've got to question the, the nuns uh, thinking here, haven't you? Right, Billy uh, really hates fucking Santa, but he needs a job. Where should we get him to work at Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. toy shop. <laughs> and then the other thing as well is this toy shop looks like a right fucking shithole. It does, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. It's just, I mean, looking at it from the outside, it's got painted windows, so you can't even see inside the the the, the shop itself. That's a very good point. And the shelves, I mean, there's a few toys on there, but it's a dingy looking toy shop, yeah. isn't it? It's it's not a very it's a, welcoming it's a dingy place. Toy shop that, apart from the three toys that we mentioned that you might have heard of, is just full of evil looking fucking puppets. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's this girl that Billy fancies uh, in the shop, yes. and um, there's the, there's this other guy who's give he likes to give Billy a bit of shit, yeah. doesn't he? For some reason, I didn't know, I, mean, I didn't know the woman's name, so I just called her Circle Face for a while. Because uh, when she smiled, <laughs> she had a very circular face. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, um, and um, so yeah, then um, he sees Santa again. So, did, um, I, did I miss the bit? Because when, when... His, his colleague, the one who was drinking, who he doesn't join in with, mm. he just starts giving him proper shit, and I was trying to think of why. Yeah. Calls him, I, calls I... him a moon goon. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, looking at he, he, the, the actor who plays him, his name's Randy Stumpf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's well, spelled Stump. S-T-U-M-P-F. Stumpf. Um <laughs> Which, according to this, this again, this was his last credit as well. So um, there you go. Um, but uh, so yeah. Anyway, like I said, he sees Santa again, and he, he falls over this time. And you know, he's he's he gets all sweaty, doesn't yeah, he? Knocks and, over a load of balls. Uh, so he he just freaks out generally. Um, and then Circle Face so asks I, if he's all right. Yes. Also, question: Why is Billy wearing a kimono? I I don't know. He's got like, well, I thought like he got an, an overall on or a, 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 a you know a, an apron. It's like a kimono or like a like a. I, I know it's not, but I th- it's like a gi, like a karate gi, because it sort of oh yeah, like, it sort of swings yeah. all the way over without a belt. But in in one shot, the the swing is on the right hand side, and then straight away when he walks into the storeroom, it's on the left hand side. So I can only assume that he took his gi off in between shots and didn't put it back yeah. on again properly. So, so this is all set up like um, you know they get they they, they fancy each other and yeah, uh, that's what I so, thought. Yeah, but and then next shot is that Billy's well, he's not again not shagging her, but there's they're lying together, aren't they? And there's you see he's, he's got quite a hairy ass. <laughs> <laughs> Billy has a sex dream and a well hairy ass. <laughs> Um, there's lots of slow caressing yes. and, uh, you know, kind of all that stuff. Boobs. Um, nipples, close-up shots of all that. So, again, you know, you've had to wait five minutes or so and you get some more boobs. Um, and then all of a sudden he just gets stabbed. Yeah. Um, By Santa. You know, well, which is quite quite a good stab. I mean, it's, the effect's all right, isn't it? Well, yeah, because he kind of stabbed, well, stabs him on the side, doesn't he? And then draws the knife all the way up. You yes. Know, there's no wound because obviously all there is is a is a pump of some description pumping jam onto him. But the, you know the intent the intent's there to show that it's a not just a stab it's a stab and a slice, you know, real mm. deep cut. So yeah, fair enough. Mm. Um but it turns out like you say he's had a nightmare. 
And then there's flashbacks to him being a kid and whatever. Um, if he had a and... sex dream, which bit, no, he probably had a wet dream. So uh, which bit do you think ha- that happened in? Was it the fondling or the bit where he was stabbed by Santa? Uh, th- what, the, which bit? The, Sorry. The, no, if he had an ejaculate dream. Oh, <laughs> Uh, but it, it's it, I must admit that just kind of came out of nowhere and I'm, I completely forgotten did you see that coming at all that it was going to be a nightmare or did you think oh they're just getting it on <clears throat> I didn't think he'd be getting it on because he's been, he's been raised by nuns mm. so I did th- I did think dream I thought either dream or the directors thought oh, I can't be bothered to film the bit where they where they actually start flirting properly we'll just get straight down to rumpy pompy yeah um, so yeah um, and then uh, the the the, the problem at the shop the next day or whatever and oh what would wouldn't you know it <coughs> yeah the person they've hired to play santa he can't make yeah, it he broke his ankle ice skating <laughs> so what are they gonna do yeah. who do you think they're gonna ask to play santa oh, claus yes <laughs> because the temp agency only has women available apparently it's amazing um so, because the other guy, the one that was giving him shit, he's quite short. Yeah. Um. So, but you'd think, I mean, the owner could do it. I mean, he's, you know, I suppose he's, he's the he most really... suitable candidate out of the five people that work in that shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no, so, six, but... sorry. There, there, there is another uncredited lady who works there. So there's three women... And yeah, three, three women, Mister C- old lady, three, three guys, circle face, yeah. blonde woman, Billy and Andy. Yes. Uh, so anyway, now you see him, and he's actually dressed up in this this Santa Claus outfit, yeah, and he, he's just clearly freaked out by the whole he's situation. Not, he, he's looked happier. I mean, <laughs> not much happier. I mean, the first couple of minutes of the film, he was all right, but you know, since then, yeah. No, and this this I have to say this next scene was very bizarre <laughs> because there's like a few kids. What the fuck? And there's one. There's a girl. She's sitting on his knee, and they're all watching him. Like that'd be a bit disconcerting as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Be like so. And this no girl's batting an eyelid at the fact that this girl's just an incessant whiner and and very <laughs> wriggly. And he's like, he's whispering to her, stop wriggling, stop, stop being naughty. It's very, it sounds very pedo-y. It does a it's, little, doesn't it? Um, you know, and he, he says like, you know, doesn't he say something like, you know, oh, punish naughty kids yeah. severely. Uh, Santa will punish. Stop. Yeah, she'll be punished. Severely. And everyone sat there just watching him going, oh, he's so great with kids. <laughs> like the kid's mum is saying that as well. They're all really proud of Billy. And even when the girl does get off his lap and goes crying to her, no one's saying, hold on, you made my kid cry. It's like, oh, he's, he's such a sweetheart. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, so then the, 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 they get a phone call. It's this nun. And they, they're quite happy. I think they're saying, that, oh, yeah, he's playing Santa Claus. And obviously she's a bit freaked out by yeah, this. Cause like, she thinks, oh, oh, shit. I knew there's a reason <laughs> I should have gone for any other job in fucking town. Um, but still, so then it's, it's, this is Christmas Eve, isn't it? I think yes. this is all, yes. Cause yeah. the, the, the shop is now locked up. <laughs> That's my favorite line <laughs> of the film. It's awesome. <laughs> Go on, you do it then. Sims, what does the boss say? Sims just locks up and he's like, ah, seven o'clock. It's over. Time to get shit faced. 
um, and he's still in his Santa outfit. You'd think, well, <laughs> get out of the fucking thing. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's basically the office party. You know, five people in a toy shop. It's, it's not going to be that not that that raucous, is it? Because Mr. Sims gets three bottles of alcohol out from underneath one of the counters. He starts sharing it around. So he's got Andy there. You've got the blonde one. You've got the old woman who I never caught her name and, and Mr. Sims. And an old circle face goes, Billy, join in. And it, the camera just pans to Billy, who's just been sat there in his sleigh, still dressed as Santa, while everyone else starts the party. And he's just staring into the background. He's like he, he's like a freaking mannequin. Mm. Um. And so, but they get him to have a drink as well. Yeah. They sort of like loosen him up a little bit, you know. And, and you're thinking, well, maybe this is his first alcoholic drink. Yeah. Um, At this point, cause... I've written down circle faces giving Billy the fuck eyes. <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. See, now, is this all in Billy's head? Or I don't think it's that clever. Because, or because at this point now, so you've got the the sleazy guy who's was giving him shit. Yeah, he just comes up to the woman. What's it? Did you say her name? Andy. Did I think you say it was? yeah. His he's called Andy, and is she called Pam? Pamela? Oh, sorry, Pam. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. So Andy goes up to Pam, and he he basically comes on to her, doesn't he? It's like, yeah. what? Where did this come from? It, it, because there's been no indication of this at any point. In, no. and, I thought and she think, was going to say no and then give Billy a wink, like a knowing little wink or something. Yeah. But yeah. no, she's off. She, she, it doesn't take a lot of convincing. No. She goes over to the storeroom with him and and Billy sees them kissing. Yeah. So it's like, Billy, he's now heartbroken. Face, circle face be a slut. <laughs> so where? Because that just didn't make any sense at all. Because no. she's been flirting. Well, I say flirting. She's been looking at him like she fancies him. Yeah. Throughout, up until this point where this other guy comes over to her and just says, hey, hey do you want to come over here yeah. for a minute? This other and he gets off with just him. a dick as well. Yeah. And he's about two foot shorter <laughs> than her. Um, but anyway, so then the um, store owner, Mr. Sims, is pissed he's at this point. He's leathered, isn't he? <laughs> and he's um, he's just chatting with Billy about some shit, isn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what they're talking about, but he's like, "It's good to think of your parents." And Billy's just like, <laughs> "Dead, dead." Uh, oh, that's sad. Anyway, yeah. this party's fucking dead. Or oh, this party's fucking over, and then he just staggers off somewhere else. It's like, mm. harsh. Yes. Uh, so then. Andy's um, and and the the girl are in the storeroom, um, and Billy goes in there and he sees them together. Now he, he rips her top off, and he it's he's basically it's very it's confusing a bit, because it's a bit rapey, isn't it? Oh, now because incredibly she's like, so because Andy Andy says to to Pam, "Oh, let's go in the storeroom." And then when they're in there in the in the front of the storeroom, <laughs> it's like I've got a present for you. Have you? Yeah, I think you're gonna like it. No, he's <laughs> talking about his genitals, but she yeah. it seems like she genuinely thinks she's going to get a box of Quality Street or something. So when they go in the back again, and then Billy stumbles in there in his in his in his sort of fit of not even jealousy, but his random blank-eyed expression. Yeah, she's saying no, Andy's saying yes, but she's not really doing anything to say. Well, she is. She's saying no, but she's it, it's bizarre. Yeah, then then you know. Hello, attempted rape number two. Mm, two in one which, film. 
clearly sets off <coughs> Billy because, you know, what he saw happening to his mum. Yeah, lots of flashbacks again. Um, just to make sure and, you get mum's boobs in the film again. <laughs> yes, um, because you get now the, the, the girl's boobs as well. Yeah. And uh, so then he, he turns evil um, and... Uh, or, he, or is it hero at this point? Well, that's it, isn't it? Because he, he pulls off um, Andy. <laughs> At least Andy got what he wanted anyway. Uh, um, and this is the thing. This is where he gets the super strength. Because yeah. he picks him up with one arm yeah. and wraps, holds him in the air. Yeah, wraps Christmas lights around his neck. Then doesn't he doesn't lift him up by the neck, lifts him up by the light cord. And, hold, um, and holds him there like like someone holding a reasonable, like, a you know, Small to medium-sized fish. If they're having a photograph taken, which they've been fishing, hmm. and just holds him there till he's dead. Yeah, with a straight it, arm that takes some doing. And shouting naughty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at this point, he pretty much loses his vocabulary, doesn't he? Really, he just it's it's naughty or punish. Yes. Um, no, going back to the point I was going to make earlier on. So, what happens to his brother? Where's his brother at this point? Does he get taken to another? Does he, you know, they this family turned up at the orphanage and was like, well, we'll have him, but we don't want the well, other no, one because he's fucked up. We do see him later, don't we? Do we? Yes. Right, but okay. I, I, I'd admit, halfway through my notes, I was like, where the fuck is Ricky? Yeah. But we do see him. Oh, ah, right, okay. So, then, um, so you'd think that she would be at least a little bit, you'd think, okay, she, she might be a bit freaked out with what she'd just seen, but she would be a little bit appreciate, appreciative because he's pulled off again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the wrong phrase. But he's 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 stopped somebody from rape, potentially raping her. Uh, n- and now she's you know, angry. Now she's angry at Billy. So like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Let's talk about mixed messages. What, what's going on here? I mean, granted, there's a dead body to deal with, but even so, it'd be like thanks. But I think we have another issue now. Yes, she calls him crazy, yeah. and um, but then so his response is to slice her with a box cutter. Yeah. Or... He says, "Punishment is necessary, Pamela. It is good." <laughs> so, yes. Um, so then, um, Mister Sims stumbles in and sees all this carnage and, and well, what's going well on. Drunk now. Yeah, um, and then he gets a hammer in the head. Yep. You see, She's... a nice blood splatter, but for some reason the blood splatter's got additional raisins in it. Uh, <laughs> that's brain. That should be brain. Well, look like, ra- look like raisins or chocolate chips to me. Mm. Um, and then this the other woman that's in the store, she sees the two dead bodies, the hammer in the head, which, you know, is decent, yeah. I think. Um, but she she goes to escape and or call the police. Uh, and uh, then he gets an axe, doesn't he? Um, at this point, and and he's stalking her. Yeah. Um, uh, and <laughs> he's stalking her through the through the shelves of this shit shop, and he's which has got about three three aisles. Yeah. Because she's been wearing a silly little hat, she? like a like an old lady hat, like a brown. It looks like a hat that an old lady'd wear to horse racing. And he sees the hat through the shelves, so he goes around the corner and. You know, goes to decapitate her with an axe, but it turns out it's a box. Then she bursts out of the boxes behind him, these empty boxes, and they knock him to the ground. Which, 
There's one is like she was running. How did she manage to like? She's quite quick on the brain. How did she manage to think? Fuck it, I'll stand in a corner and I'll arrange these boxes around me and I'll burst out of it. She would have been better just hiding. Mm. It said she bursts out. She runs. She she grabs the axe. Grabs the axe off the floor because Billy drops his axe when he falls over after getting hit by those heavy empty boxes. And she's (laughs) she's just about to smash through the weirdly painted glass with the axe. And uh, Billy's picked up a. You know, in this toy shop, a real bow and arrow, and shoots mm. her through the midsection. No, what toy shop sells fucking bows and arrows? Yeah. Like I mean, little plastic ones with suckers on the end. Yes, you know, which you always try to get. You always try to shoot your mate in the forehead with them, so they'd stick. And never, they never stuck to anything. But not a, like a Rambo-style bow and arrow. <laughs> Full-on fucking Hawkeye bow and arrow. It's madness. So. Anyway, th- that's it. So, how many people have died at this point now? Uh, um, what in total, or it, in total? Yeah, yeah. What throughout the whole film, or just during Billy's? So we got mom, mum, dad. Oh, d- oh yeah, d- garage person. Garage person. Oh yes, he got shot, didn't it? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Mum, dad, uh, garage person. Garage person's three. We're good at maths here, aren't we? Andy. Andy, the other girl, uh, Mr. Sims, Mr. Sims, an old lady, seven seven so far. What happens? That's not bad. What happens to the blonde lady who worked there? I don't know. This blonde lady. Yeah, she was there at the start of the party, and then did she just go home? She just fucks off. I think she's had enough. Maybe Mr. Sims came onto her or something, and she just left. I don't know. I don't know. Um, So anyway, then he leaves (laughs) the toy shop. Leaves, and then five seconds later, the sister enters. Yes. She's just missed it all, yeah. hasn't she? Uh, sees all the de- the dead bodies, and uh, you know, kind of, then freaks out a little bit. Um, now, and so you, you've had a, uh, you know, you've gone five minutes now, and you haven't seen a pair of tits. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting so, to get the shakes at this point. <laughs> Withdrawal symptoms, because now you're you go into a house. There's carolers. We talked about carolers in the Gremlins, yeah, we did. and one of the one of the carolers is really going for it. She's like shaking her head. <laughs> She's oh, she's well up for this, um, and you happen to see a couple. Yeah. Now that again, they're not quite having sex, but they're on a pool table. Yeah, they're not even wriggling around with any passion. They're just sort of lying on each other. Yes, I put yeah, two people getting off on a pool table, and I put oddly, there's no boobs. Ah, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I mean, it's not the most comfortable of places. No, I was to... thinking that. It's a very solid floor. To, yes, you know, get off on. Yes, but he does make the joke about potting the pink or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was good. Um, but then this little girl, this kid, um, calls down because she can't sleep. Yeah. I take uh, it she's them. the babysitter. You would think so yeah. because that you can't imagine they're old enough to be the parents. Um, you know, and. Don't they, don't they say something like you know if oh if you don't go to bed Santa won't come yeah uh, um you know uh, uh, and uh, so so she goes back to bed yes so that... now th- that'd be your priority wouldn't it you think getting the kid getting the kid back together so yeah. we can get back to shagging or or get back to kissing or, or all that kind of stuff so the kid goes away and then this woman think oh did you hear that yeah they start they start fondling again and then there's a there's a there's a slight jingle of bells in the background (laughs) and she's like oh hold on i've got to let the cat in (laughs) 
Oh my god! No, <laughs> because she covers up and she's got. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, she puts her jeans on and thinks, "God damn it, I've got to let that bloody cat in." I shan't bother putting any clothes on my top half of my body. But so this is the thing, right? So a few seconds before that happens, right? She covers, she covers up, doesn't she? Because she thinks, "Oh, the kid's going to see me. Yeah. He's going to see me naked." And then she walks upstairs and opens and she's the got front the... door, <laughs> baps out. <laughs> With nothing on the top, she's got like these hot pants on. Um, Although I, I so did appreciate that she did that, and a cat actually came in. <laughs> yeah, um, and then but then we get an axe through the door, yeah. uh, and uh, punish, uh, and uh, so then there's a bit of a sort of struggle thing, you know, going on, whatever. And uh, but he picks her up, and he sees a stag's head on the um, on the wall. Is it a stag? Is it? Is yeah. It, or a, a, yeah. Yeah. Stag, uh, stag deer, big antlers. So it's got a lot of antlers, pointy antlers. Um, punish. And of course, you can see where this is going because he walks her slowly towards. And he got like super strength. I mean, she wouldn't have weighed that much. No, but, but if she was thrashing around, you know, the set, you know, the amount of thrashing around that she's doing, it's going to throw your balance and centre of gravity off slightly. Whereas he just. Yes. You know, ambles forward in a very, very precise straight line, and then as he slowly skewers her through the midriff on the antlers, there's going to be some fluctuations in her body movement. Then it's going to cause you to twist and all that stuff. But now you just, yeah, it's like he's putting a book on a shelf. The squish, and yeah, because like you said, it's it's you see the the antlers slowly come through, and this is where the picture started to go a bit all grainy and weird. Yeah. Um. And you can, you can imagine this this bit would have perhaps been a bit uh, censored, you know, cut. Um, but uh, yeah, so then the the chap's been waiting for a while now. Yes. Goes to investigate. Now you think he'd hear the fucking door and the screams and everything. You know what I mean? He did turn it, the music up, but I'd, I'd, you'd like to think that you'd hear the screaming, even if he didn't hear the door. You'd hear something. Yeah. But at least um, he's got the so good it, sense to put his shirt on. Yes. Um, and so he goes upstairs, sees the door's been smashed, and um, then... Miss, um, misses the body for a few seconds. <laughs> uh, but then there's a bit of a struggle going on between... And a fight ensues between... I mean, he gets... He's actually, you know, he, he has a bit of a, a tear-up with Yeah, um, he does quite well. And he, he picks up a poker, smashes Billy around the head with it. Yeah. And it's with the hook end as well. That would, He probably should be dead. Yeah. Because he hits him uh, twice, and then he falls over some railings. Hmm. Well, and then he gets a kick in the balls, yeah. doesn't he? That uh, Billy, and um, you know, he starts because he gets strangled, um, and but then th- <laughs> this is quite cool. So he, Billy picks him up and throws him out the window. I mean, you say throws; uh, it's like he's been fired out of a cannon. <laughs> and he lands on the floor outside, and he's got glass sticking out of his face yeah. and all sorts. Um, and uh, you know, so the, obviously the girl is about and, and calls she, out. She's you just know. woken up because she might have heard a small kerfuffle. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, he asks because he he gets he's got this like box cutter, <laughs> hasn't he? Still, <laughs> have you been good? Uh, yes. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> and then he, he gives it. Ah, oh, nothing says Christmas like giving a small child a murder weapon. Yeah, she's a bit surprised by because she would have seen the dead body as well. So that's yeah. another kid that would have been traumatized by Santa. Um, so now, oh, the police are on this now, aren't they? Yeah, they're, appar- they're, apparently uh, so. 
You've um, never seen any, no, no, nor hide nor hair of them up to now, but now there's two crack, de- no, I say detectives, two crack policemen on the case. And mm. they're just talking about how they've got to arrest Santa. Yes. Um, so they're on the lookout for Santa Claus now. You know, it's Christmas Eve. They're, they're, they're on the lookout for people dressed up as Santa Claus. Now, I have to say, other than when, unless you go to an, an event, you know, if you go to somewhere where there's, you know, you take your kids to go and see Santa or whatever, um, which I have to say, when they the, my kids were younger, they were a bit scared about seeing Santa, you know, when you actually get there. And kids do inevitably cry yeah. when they, which is it's an odd sensation, you know, because you think Santa, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a nice old man. He brings presents, but actually, he he's an old man. He's a creep. He's, you know, he's a stranger. It's the weird thing is that you understand. It's like, yeah, I, I get the fact that he brings me presents, but when he's there, he's a creepy old weirdo. Yeah, I still want, uh, I still want the presents. You know, it's like, go and sit on his knees. Like, fuck off. Um, so, anyway, then these cops are driving, just driving round, yeah. you know, just randomly. Happen to see Santa climbing through a bedroom window. Um, and so they burst into this woman's house and she's like, what are you doing? Um, they go upstairs. They've got the dr- guns drawn. And it's it happens to be the kid's dad, yeah. who's putting presents by the bed. The thing is, now, though, now I I, I, don't know if I thought about this too much because a you should be going down a chimney. But I was thinking, now is this man like an out of house father? Because the wife seems slightly shocked as well. So yeah. is she a single mum? And you know, dad only gets to see his kid at weekends. So he's just sneaking into the house dressed as Santa just to surprise his daughter without mum knowing because he's not allowed to see her during the week. It's it's a very strange situation, isn't it? Because yeah. it's just... I mean, you know, I've known some people that have, have stood outside the bedroom window and the jingled bells or something like that. You know, you, you do. You leave, like, your... Um, your mince pie and your yeah, carrots. My, my dad used to like eat half a mince pie and then cut a drunken random shape into a carrot as if it had been munched by a reindeer. Yeah. Um, can't be easy it, to do when you've had like 12 pints and a Chinese takeaway, but he did all right. <laughs> some, some, um, you know, some people sort of like sprinkle, um, um, reindeer shit. Ra- reindeer food oh. outside the the house, the houses, you know, or even you know, um, like flour and put and do footprints. People go to elaborate lengths to to say, "Oh, Santa's been round." Whatever. It must be really shocking if it's not snowing outside. Because, Daddy, why have we had a cocaine dealer in the house? <laughs> but I've never known anyone climb through the window. I mean, you kids would see straight through it yeah. if they're of a certain age. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter how well dressed you you are, how how much of a beard you've got on, or if they would see that it's you, they would know it's you. Yeah. This is very strange, isn't it? And the thing is, even if right, this this girl who's in the bedroom is asleep. Well, the dad's that she's not going to see the the dad dressed as Santa, is she? So why go through all that? That's length? true. Yeah. In fact, you're more likely to get it, get away with it if you don't dress as Santa because you don't have to explain yourself. Because if she wakes up and it's it's daddy in the room, then he can just tell her to go back to bed. You know, hide the presents behind your back or whatever. But you're less likely to get a screamy reaction. You know, if a kid just wakes up and the first thing she sees is a big fat bloke with a white beard, it's gonna 
in those few seconds when they get around the fact that it's dad dressed as Santa, they'll just see a stranger in their room and they'll just scream. Yeah. Uh, so it it's I mean it's, I mean you know um, going back to Gremlins, I mean that was why um, uh, Fe- not Phoebe. What's her name? Yeah. What was her uh, name? Kate. Kate, that's why Kate hates Christmas, because her dad did something like that. Yeah. He dressed up as Santa and he went, he went to climb down the fucking chimney. I mean, what? <laughs> you know. Price. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so then, like I said, that's going to traumatise the kids. Um, so now Billy's hiding from the cops. Well, or, or, you know, you say hiding, he's staggering down the road with an axe. And uh, <laughs> here's the police car. I mean, the police car would have seen him, because in the headlights, you know, red person with an axe would stand out but he sort of slightly ducks like on the dip by the side of the road and the police whiz past mm. and uh now we, <laughs> we 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 get these two sledges yeah, two uh, out late night christmas eve sledging and uh so they hear some bells yeah. and get a little bit spooked yeah is it uh, we don't know we don't know their names do we but yeah one of them is bells who's just about to go down the down the hill on his sled and the other one doesn't believe him and his argument is well who'd be out of this time on christmas eve <laughs> you two, apparently you know what are they supposed to be like 16 17 they're not kids no. they're not like te- they're not you know young kids no, are they, they? They're, be they're drinking but yet oh they're rebels because they're out in i don't know what 10 o'clock at night but they're, they're, they're out with their sleds no no this so then these are the two kids. Bob and, well, you the, say kids. Grown men. <laughs> Bob and Mac. And Bob's about 40. Yeah. But he's, he's like he's supposed to be the bully from the school. I was very confused at this point. And so they they um, pick on these, in, you know, quotation, kids. Yeah. Um, and um, pinch their sledge. Sleds. Sledges. Sleds. Yeah, whatever I was you're very confused at this point. Cause I thought it's two kids who aren't quite kids being picked on by two kids who are definitely not anywhere near child thing. But why is it... You know, it was funny enough that two 17-year-olds want to go out sledging on Christmas Eve, but it's even weirder that now we've got a 40-year-old and a 28-year-old or whatever who are yeah. going to nick their sledges and do it themselves because they want to have a good time. Yeah, and so they set off down the hill and they're fucking loving it, aren't they? You know, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's as if they've never done it before. I think it's, I don't know if it's Mac first or is it Bob? I don't know. I think it's Bob first, actually. Yeah, and he's whooping far too much for an old, for a, like an adult going down mm. the hill. And then it's, um, it's it, sorry, then it's Bob's turn. Yeah. Um, and so he's going down, he's loving it. And, uh, but then Billy steps out with his axe and he chops his head off. Yep. Um, and so the the other dude he sees he sees him coming down minus a head, <laughs> <laughs> and it's rolling down the hill behind yeah, him. The head catches up with the sleigh, which is you know funny. Which I, I the effect itself was all right. I thought yeah. it was decent. Um, you know, I mean, for, the for fact a, it was in the dark helped. For, yeah, for a low budget horror film, I guess it's it was it was all right. Um, so now, anyway, another murder. Next day at the police station, and the nuns there asleep on a bench. Yeah. Um, and uh, this other, de- well, he's like a, he's he's an older man now. He's like a detective. Yeah. I was isn't assuming he? he's a detective. Do we hear his name? I don't think we do. Do we? I don't think so. But he says there's been three more murders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any, any news? Yes. Bad, <laughs> and it's all bad. <laughs> three more murders. Oh. Uh, um. 
so now they're at the orphanage. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, because because um, he uh, the detective says ah, the kids the kids nuts or, or stupid or whatever, and the sister says he may be nuts. Uh, sorry, may be nuts, but he's not stupid. And mm. um, yeah, the policeman goes yeah, we just need to try and predict his next move. And the sister's like, oh my lord. <laughs> And then, lo and behold, orphanage. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, the old the mother superior's still there. Yeah, she should Fucking be well dead by now. But mother cunteria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So she's uh, in a wheelchair. But they, they yes. couldn't afford any makers. I'm, I realise the sister as well has aged possibly a day in mm. ten years. But that's because obviously it's the next day filming. And the same with mother superior as well. You know, didn't, they didn't mm. even bother greying her hair up. They just plonked her in a wheelchair and said, "You're older." Yes, um, and uh, so, but so the 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 the, the nurse the uh, nurse the sister is trying to get through to the the orphanage to warn them, but this kid's been messing with the phone and leaves it off the hook. Leaves it off the hook, so the police can't get through. Um, well, so then, the, put, whatever happened to Ricky? Well, yeah. Now, a, one of the cops hears on the radio that there's been a Santa sighting. Yeah. And let's shoot to kill order. Because the detective wants all policemen, all police cars that go to the orphanage, shoot to kill. Um, Which, you know, that that escalated quickly. Um, So then the kids are playing outside and they see Santa walking purposefully towards them. That's why I put Billy Um, Billy walks purposefully and menacingly towards the orphanage. (laughs) Um, And so this cop who's driving by and he sees Santa walk, and he's he's walk, you know, he sees Santa, so he's he's you know, Santa's back is towards him, and he calls out to him, and then he ends up. The kids are all excited and happy because they're seeing Santa, um, <laughs> and he ends up shooting Santa in the back. Yep, <laughs> in front back, of the kids. In front of the kids, traumatized. Any who didn't have enough trauma in their life already. Uh, and yeah, which so. I mean, what were your thoughts? You mean you haven't seen this before, so I knew what was coming. But the, the first time I saw this, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. It's so I was thinking. Anyway, nah, I can't have it. Has that ended that quickly? And they, <laughs> they tell the detective and the sister. They get the news over the radio that you know, oh, we've got him. But then, then someone else comes out. It wasn't Billy. It, it was all wrong. It was the wrong age. It weren't Billy. Instead, it was it, <laughs> it was Father O'Brien who got shot. In the back. <laughs> And I was, well, why didn't he? Why didn't he react to the officer? Oh, he was deaf. <laughs> so one a policeman just murdered an innocent deaf man playing Santa. But a, let's be a honest, priest, he a was, priest, no less. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was walking towards the orphanage with with an air of menace about him. He wasn't just. He wasn't waving at the kids, going, no, "Hey, he you was know, whatever." Stomping he was, like he had a purpose he, he, you know, yeah. to murder them. Um, but so yeah, it just does mean that the policeman has got away with murdering an innocent man. Yes. Um, so then the ambulance takes the body away. <laughs> yeah. There's no crime scene. No. There's no, you know, they don't cordon the area nope. off. <laughs> um, they, they just that's it. Yeah, they, they these just, things happen. You know, I was going just, after a murderer. I thought it was the murderer. He couldn't hear what I was saying. He was deaf, so I shot him in the back three times. Mm. These things happen. Um, 
It, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, it made a mistake. It's fine. Uh, so anyway, the cop is now sh- who shot Santa. He's talking to the mother of Superior, who's in. Who's they're in all in the the, the orphanage now, and the kids are there, and they're, they're still excited because they they're opening some presents. I mean, <laughs> none of them look tra- traumatized. No, half of them have forgotten about this very quickly. Hmm. Um, so this cop now he's he's looking around the grounds, yeah, searching the uh, perimeter, all like uh, Jack Bauer style. All one of them. Yes. All. <laughs> at, this, at this point, you were asking about uh, Ricky when Mother Superior decides that oh, I'll, 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 we'll get through this by the by the via the medium of music, and she asks Richard to get her mouth organ. Oh, and she God. says because he just he says yes, Mother Superior. And she goes, oh, such a good boy. Unlike his brother, William. I was like, ah, right, Ricky, Billy, Richard, William. Right, there we go. So th- uh, that's Ricky. Right, got yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, they're singing songs. Like, oh, I couldn't think of anything fucking worse. No, you know what I mean? Oh. Um, so anyway, the cop's walking around the building. He's got his gun drawn. So he's like, yeah, he hasn't, you know, he fucking loves it, doesn't yeah, he? He he's, hasn't... Like, he's pretending to be a real cop and everything. He's just murdered he someone, and he's got really—he's got really sort of like, yeah, I'm the man now. Mm. You can imagine he does the, this, this, the whole sort of like taxi driver standing in front of a mirror thing. Yeah. You know, he, he's pointing his gun at people or whatever. So he's he's looking around. He goes to a shed because uh, you know the, the, this door sort of like he's slammed shut or whatever. So he, you know, you're thinking the killer's there. Then he goes to an outhouse and he's looking around. Uh, he goes downstairs into this kind of I don't know what it is. Uh, it's like a boiler room. It's just <laughs> uh, anyway, so you know, you think, oh, he's fine. He's going up the stairs to, you know, to go back to have a walk around. And it's like, no, he gets a fucking axe in the chest. Yep. Punish. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, and then no, <laughs> the, the most heinous crime of all the murders <laughs> is that uh, Billy's walking over to the orphanage, yeah, yeah. and there's a there's a snowman. Which he chops the head yeah. off. I mean, it's not a very good snowman. It's been made with dirty snow, so it's, it looks like a bit tatty. So why do that? Why chop the head off a snowman? It's but I don't know. But he did it anyway. He's a fiend. Yes, but so and you think okay. So we've seen one Santa Claus get murdered. Oh, Santa Claus has come to yeah. save the day. Stu- Let's let him into the orphanage. Little Andrew, what a muppet. <laughs> uh, so he gets into the orphanage. And um, the the mother he goes to confront the mother superior, doesn't it? You know, yeah. which let's face it, she was a twat to him. Oh, she was horrible. She's an arsehole. And the other thing is, it does show you uh, Ricky Stroke Richard looking at his brother dressed as Father Christmas, Santa Claus, right? And Billy never wears the beard. The beard's always round his chin. And Ricky doesn't mm. say anything to his own brother. Yes. He didn't say, All right, brother, how you doing? You don't you yeah. don't very happy. What's going on? What are you doing? Yeah. Just stands um, there and watches. So, was Ricky the kid that got a bit of blood splatter on him when the Santa Claus got shot in the back? Uh, oh, do you know what? I'm not sure. So, because that kid... um, it, Well, we'll come to him in a second. So, anyway, then... The mother superior sort of does this thing is there's no Santa Claus yeah. like wishing he's not there. Oh, Billy's got this axe. Like children, don't be scared. There is no Santa Claus. Well, either way, she's a bastard because the kids have seen one Santa dead. There's now another menacing one, and then they're getting told he doesn't exist, and they've got no parents. All in one day. 
Yeah. And so he's re- rearing up this axe above her head, about to chop her head off or whatever. Um, and then he gets shot in the back. Yep. I'm like, fuck me. Um, two Santas in the space of, what, 30 minutes or something? Oh, th- you're not uh, laugh, 30 minutes. It's about five minutes. Getting shot that. in the back. <laughs> um, so then, you know, in front of these kids, there's two Santa Claus being shot in front of the children. Um and so anyway, Billy, it's almost like he's been exercised of this demon in, inside him. Yeah. Because he says something like, you know, oh, You're you know, Santa, Santa yeah. Claus is gone. Yes. He dies. And the sisters, you know, sisters smiling at him. Mother Superior scowling at him. And then the, the camera pans to the axe up to a furious looking Richard, stroke Ricky, who, <laughs> who's looking really pissed. And he looks at Mother Superior and just says, Naughty! <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you get a bit of a sort of freeze frame, don't you? Yeah. And, um, yeah. So that kid, the one that saw the original Santa Claus being shot, I think that's the same kid. It could be. So it sets, it, basically, he set his brother off yeah. on a. It was either him the or same it was either, him and Andrew look kind of similar. Or they were uh, wearing similar clothes anyway. But, you know, what? I'm just looking, actually, at um, IMDb, and I've just noticed that Infant Ricky, apparently, um, was played by a girl. Melissa Best played Infant Ricky. The baby one, There you go. Yes, baby one, yes. Um, So, yes, uh, it is. The the kid who played um, Ricky at 14 is a kid called Alex Burton. Again, that was his only acting credit. Um, Oh, no, I think. actually employ actors in the film for half an hour. So, so there you go. And that is the kid. I'm sure that is the same kid that that witnessed the the father being shot in the back who was dressed as Santa. So, (laughs) what did you think of uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night? Um, I don't know now, to be honest, because I've, I've enjoyed talking about it. Uh, when I watched it, I like right. I like the start. I like the fact we we jumped through time periods to show the tragic life of Billy. Don't know his surname, and how he became a killer. Uh, it surprised me a few times during that little journey. Wasn't expecting the family to die at the start. I was expecting Granddad to play a a bigger part, but he didn't. I mean, I'm assuming. I'm assuming Grandad died in the mental home since he had no family to even visit him. Mm. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, it, it's like, isn't it? It's like, here's the life of Billy. It's quite sad. Here he is in the most inappropriate job that he could possibly have. Whoops, he's gone mad. Uh, set piece, set piece. And then it ends so quickly. You know, it, yeah. I mean, it is a very basic slasher film with some odd bits here and there that that I quite enjoyed. I just I, I was a little disappointed with the ending because I was sat there. I mean, was it one hour twenty four? And when the policeman goes into the uh, into the outhouse, it's like one hour nineteen through the film, and I'm thinking there's only five minutes left of this, and I'm assuming <laughs> there's credits. And there is. And uh, how how are we wrapping this up so quickly? So it's it's like it's building to something, and he gets there, and then it's just like, oh no, we shot him. It's fine. It's de- it's dealt with. It's easy. We just shot him in the back. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. Yeah, and it, it just, yeah. Film finished. 
Mother Superior is still alive, being evil and twattish. Uh, sisters, I'm assuming, still being a doormat. Um, Ricky gets angry. Uh, yeah, so it it just ended really abruptly. I think. I think it's like it spent quite a bit of time building up a bit of story, and then just yeah, just walloped it on. You know, cut a sequence in the shop where he murders people. Sequence in a house where he murders people, and then orphanage end. So it felt yeah, it felt quite a rush. I think I sort of enjoyed it. Mm. I think I did love it, but I've seen worse. But it's worth it's good good chatting about it. I didn't hate it at all. It's just a bit. It's just odd in places. Yeah, it's 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 it's. I quite enjoyed it as well for for probably the wrong reasons because it's uh it's 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 you know cheap and tacky yeah. and a bit nasty and it's you know it's got all the traits that you'd expect from a cheap sort of eighties horror movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, boobs, bit of gore, bit of violence. Um, you know creepy music all that kind of stuff yeah, it's so very much I, a genre film that ticks all the boxes that you think you're going to get essentially yeah so for that for that reason i, I quite enjoyed it I, but it's um i think it's it's a, it's a film of diminishing returns in as much as the first time i watched it i thought oh man that was fucking awesome that was really stupid and, and fun but then the second time i watched it i still enjoyed it but not as much so i think it's you know i i can't say I'm I'm definitely going to watch it every Christmas or whatever. But it's I knew it'd be quite a fun film to, to chat about because it's just daft, isn't it? Yeah. It's um, it's a bit stupid. Um, I suppose if if you watch the film like Friday the Thirteenth or you know stuff like that, you know slasher movies from that era, you know we'd we'd have a laugh and a joke about that as well. But they're not classic films by any stretch no. of the no, imagination. Got a place. Aren't they? There's a place for them. So there you go. Uh, but no, it's been good fun. And um, yeah, uh, so those were our two Christmas films. Um, hope they hope to I hope they help to get you through the Christmas madness. So, and, and there's been a bit more madness over the last two years than normal. <laughs> so, so to speak. Um, Have we got no so, Twitter yeah. contributions? We didn't get any on this one, no, unfortunately. I think, again, I, I w- so would you recommend people watch it, I suppose, is the um, question. If you, if, yeah, if you've never seen it before and you're in the mood for a slasher film and it happens to be this time of year, then yeah. I wouldn't watch it in March or anything. Cause, no. You know, not not because I, I can't watch a Christmas film in March, but it, it's very it's very tied in to be like an anti-Christmas film, although it's a Christmas film. So, yeah, if you've never seen it, you know, you've got a couple of days left and you don't want to watch if you don't want to watch Santa Claus the movie because that's terrible uh, give it a go don't show it to your kids obviously <laughs> no because they might turn out to be you know sort of evil killers and get punished um, <laughs> so there you go um, right well if you go to the website which is 60mw.co.uk You'll find all the reviews, the podcasts, everything else that's on there. Uh, on Twitter, if you go to um, 60MW Podcast, at 60MW Podcast, I should say, um, then you'll find all of the other stuff that we do, all the competitions, giveaways, whatever. Um, I'm at Dastardly Jabby on Twitter. Where are you? Uh, you can find me at Abe Mutterings. And there you go. So that's that's been our films for the year. Yeah. We've done... We've done quite a few, you know, we've done themed ones, haven't we? Halloween ones. Yeah. Um, we've done a Christmas ones. Two Christmas ones, in fact. We haven't done any Easter um, films yet. Yeah. I, well, 
the only one I can think of is Hop, which I wouldn't put you through that. What about <laughs> just... The Passion of the Christ? Ooh, oh, well, you know, I've, I've only ever seen that once. Um, hmm, no, I don't. <laughs> Could be fun, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I know. Um, so there you go. Um, it's been good. It's been it's been a weird 2021 yeah. again, I think. Um, but it's been good chatting films with you no, and been, some TV yeah, shows. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed everything we've done this year. We no, haven't had you've... any stinkers this year. Condor Man was getting there, but it was a worth, a worthwhile conversation still. We haven't had a we haven't had a Spaceballs or a Golden Child this year, have we? No, they've, they've been generally all you know, like always worthwhile chatting about. But there's been no crappy, crappy films as such. Um, but you've already got your films planned out for next year, haven't you? From... Yeah, although having having said that, it turns out we've done 13. How many have I written down for next year? Uh, potentially 12. Oof. So I'll, 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 narrow, I'll narrow that one down. What, what, <coughs> what, 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 sorry, I had a bit slightly uh, stroke there or something. Um, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I've probably got them. Yeah, I reckon I've still got them. Awesome. Any previews? Any hints? As, uh, what you know? Anything that I might get? Guess. Mm. I think I don't know where I'm going yet exactly. So I said I've written them down, but I've, I've got one with a few options. But I think I think we will probably break our. Uh, <clears throat> we've got a couple of we've got a couple of people with you know big in the eighties who we haven't done films on yet action people i think we might break lose our virginity next year on one of them at least Ooh, exciting very good um but as always i tend to just go off the list that we've got because we've got loads of films on there still but if anything else comes to mind i mean i think we'll probably do what we did last or said last year this year which is pick a couple of films that we know we're going to like yeah. as well as sort of like re- revisit the films that we we uh, haven't seen for a long long time the thing is I've, good. I've got there is a couple on couple on my list that i haven't seen for a long time and i know i'll like Ooh, There's a couple I have no good. idea about, but, you know, we'll see. Fabulous. And um, we definitely will be back with more regular game stuff as well, because uh, I've missed doing those. Yeah, um, may only be me and you. Um, may, maybe Dits, maybe Ben. Oh, Ben's got lots going on. So, um, But if even if it's just me and you, then we'll keep 60MW afloat yes. with, our, with our stuff, won't we? Absolutely. So. Cool. Well, there you go. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Have a Merry Christmas. Uh, if you're listening to this in July 2022, then um, I hope you're having a good year. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Have a lovely summer and also yes. a good Christmas coming up. Yes. So we'll save this and listen to listen to it at Christmas, December 2022. Or 2027 if you want to. Yeah. If the website's still going well, again. You can listen to, to us too. You know, and it's tragic that tragic that you know we lost chris so early in 2025 in that helicopter crash <laughs> yeah or actually you know um having an orgy with a load of porn stars would be a good way to go <laughs> so not male ones though um so anyway right thank you very much i will see well we'll both see you next year have a have a good one happy new year merry christmas merry christmas where am i going, where am I going with I this well, yeah. <laughs> merry christmas and a bye happy bye. Oh, fuck's sake whatever yeah <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Hope Santa empties his sack all over your face. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's 
the night before Christmas Day. Santa's out there with toys in his sleigh. It's so exciting to know he's near. You can hardly wait. He's almost here. Sleigh rider is looking for you. Sleigh rider, what's he gonna do? Sleigh rider, he's got a surprise for tomorrow. Right. 